Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? This is the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast, the official podcast of the MFFLs.com. I am Don Denham, your partial host. With me, we've got Ruben. What's up, guys? We've got Tim. Third wheel over here and loving it. <laughs> and we have Grant lurking in the shadows that will occasionally come in and uh, make a comment. So, uh, Ruben, I'll let you take it away. I know you, uh, there's a couple things you'd like to uh, address to the public. Yeah, guys. So, as you can tell, this has been a little bit of a different um, setup for us. Um, just want to be very, very clear with you guys that Alex has decided to kind of step down. Um, you know, he's no longer with the podcast, no longer with the MF, MFFL's website at the current moment. Um, we wish him the best of luck. And, uh, you know, that's all really that we really need to say about that. And, um, yeah, we're really excited about all the stuff that we're doing. Uh, there's going to be a little – there's probably going to be a little bit of a rebrand coming soon. You know, we're going to – we might be modifying a little bit of the podcast. It's still going to – I'm still going to be on it. We're still going to have Grant on it a lot of times. We're going to have Tim on a lot of times. Don's going to be on more. Uh, hopefully we got our good, good buddy Squish on and Bryce too eventually. So, you know, we're, we're just mixing it up a little bit and – we're really, really excited. That's it. Absolutely. We're looking to just make this a little bit more of a fun and more professional streamlined kind of pod rather than us just, uh, you know, occasionally talking about anime for three hours. So uh, speaking of professionalism, uh, we've got to add read here. Uh, there is no shortage of action. <clears throat> speaking of professionalism, there is no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betonline.ag. The sports world is now slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return on July 30th. We even got scrimmages coming up on the 23rd. I don't think you can bet on them, but I'm sure you can find someone that will bet you with them. Uh, right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, international soccer have all resumed play, and Bet Online has the best odds, lines for the upcoming games and matches. Do you need more? Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devout gamblers to check out. Bet Online also offers hundreds of live casino games poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now and you will get a welcome bonus. Betonline.ag. All right. Following that, guys, talking to you. Ladies, you, you can just kind of like hang out for a second, but I need to talk to the men for a second, all right? Um, there is uh, a – we've all been in the situation, you know. We've been uh, – a lot of people have been growing out their uh, – uh, 
their quarantine beards and uh, in more places than one. Um, and manscaped.com has a means of actually adjusting that. So uh, things that we like, we have all cut ourselves uh, in, in various places, sensitive areas. Um, but one thing that uh, can help you no longer injure yourself in that specific sensitive area is the Manscaped Lawn Mower 3.0. It's beautifully designed. It will reduce those painful nicks and tugs. There's something about the word tug in that moment that just, oh, that like my ears or my, my eyes just teared up hearing the word tugged. Anyways, uh, it's engineered. The team possesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for grooming experience. They spent over 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0. When I tell you this is premium, we're talking premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. That's so long to shave your balls. (laughs) That is a, hey, listen, it's quarantine. It's been a long time. Maybe you need that full 90 minutes and you know what? You need it wireless because the last thing that you want to worry about is tripping over wire while you are, uh, you know, scaping the lawn. Anyways, so Call your, or go ahead and, and uh, check out manscaped.com. Uh, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, one word, and you get 20% off. All right, cool. First ad read, done. Look at Look. that. <laughs> Look at that. You know, make things work. All right, so um, we're talking bubble. Uh, we got scrimmages coming up on July 23rd. Uh, the Mavs face the Lakers, uh, the Pacers, and the Sixers. Um, I don't think they're broadcasting these, if I'm not mistaken. No, I don't believe they are. All right. So, which who like which player is the first person that poor Z is going to dunk on? Well, let's see. They play the Lakers first, correct? So Anthony Davis got it. I, cool. I, that's why I want to see. I want to see. I want to see him dunk over Anthony Davis. Like, I just think, like, the battles that we've had this past, the season, obviously, have been, like, tremendous, right? Like, we're what? Like, one was, I think, Dwight Howard tug away from, you know, being, you know, beating them twice in a season. Like, that would have been incredible. And I think, like, even though these games don't really mean anything, you know, because they're just scrimmages. They're just, like, trying to get everybody, like, back in the group of things. I still think seeing that, you know, I still think beating them would mean something, at least to me anyway. Not so sure about the players, but for me, yes. <laughs> I want to see them win. So There is something magical, magical about seeing some of the just the, the shots that the, the official Mavs account is posting of the players just practicing. And there's just one shot of Boban wearing an arm sleeve that just brings a tear to my eye. The league is not ready for arm, for, uh, for arm sleeve Boban. <laughs> Absolutely not ready. I mean, I wasn't ready for a Barbie girl Bobon and Maxi <laughs> yesterday. Just keep that comment. Con- content coming right this way. Bobon really is the best, man. I was really hoping there would be a J.J. Barea, like some something where he just shows up on somebody's shoulder. Like, I don't know, maybe he's got too much pride. But there's something about seeing J.J. on Bobon's shoulders that I just don't think the world is ready to see yet. A true power center or point center, <laughs> you know, just like – can do everything. <laughs> All right, who would win in a fight? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in his prime or J.J. Barea on top of Boban? Like, if okay. they fuse together. So that's an interesting concept because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar always, like, I don't know, I'm sure we all know this, but he, like, would train with Bruce Lee. Like, oh, you know, that's a good point. He trains with Bruce Lee. That's the, see, so, and also he was in a movie with him, you know? That's, and, that's uh, true. 
So he has a couple – you appreciate sure a couple skills uh, when his prime, but uh, I don't know, man. I think it's like putting Boban and JJ together. It's like forming the Megazord, just like <laughs> Voltron, just like <laughs> – well, you've, you've now canceled out how polite Boban is with the intensity of J.J. Barea. Exactly. And also, you've got the PTSD of the Andrew Bynum hit. So, <laughs> like, and the training that Boban had with John Wick. So, I don't yeah, know. It's maybe, maybe comparable. Yeah. Okay. That so, we've already derailed into nonsense. So, our first <laughs> game uh, is going to be July 31st. Um, who would be the biggest, like, heartbreaking like if you see this on your bleacher report feed of they just got covid they're not going to play for 14 days we're going to go with non-star i think everyone would be disappointed if lebron or joel Embiid, Kawhi, luca if like big names obviously nobody wants to see that but who would be like your like guy you've been really wanting to see play in the last six months but then you you can't who would be your number one choice so I'm going to go with Mavs first and I'll probably pick an NBA player. I could actually like overall um, Mavs wise though, like for me, it has to be Boban. I know we've, this is very, this has been a very Boban centric podcast so far, <laughs> but uh, seeing what he did against Jokic at the very end of the season, you know, was amazing. And just something that I want to see again, if he were to get it, I would just, I would be so upset. I, like I would probably be inconsolable on t- on Twitter. Like just, I wouldn't be able to know what to do. So that's my Mavs player. Uh, when it comes to the NBA in general, with the, within the bubble, not the shitty bubble, but this bubble, <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, man, I don't know. Like they're um, – because I really – when it comes to NBA in general, like I really mostly follow like just us. Um, there's a couple players here and there where I'm like, oh, I would, that would, I would hate for them to get sick. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? Um, actually – and I love him for – I don't know why I love him so much. I think because he reminds me of JJ, but um, Fred Van Vliet. Sure. If, if he were to get it, I would be like, oh, well, that sucks. Like, I, I would just be something that would just – like, you know, he's – I think he's going towards, like, a contract here. And, you know, he's just a really good player. And I like what he brings. I like – inte- he's like a bulldog, kind of like how JJ is. You know, it's always good to have a guy, like, on your team who can do that for you. And I like the Raptors. I've always liked the Raptors ever since their, you know, their first jersey being a dinosaur. So, um, you know, I think I think Fred Van Vliet would probably be my dude who I'd be like, oh, that sucks that he got COVID and either had to stay out for a couple of weeks or even worse where he had to be out for extend, even longer than that. I think that would be bad. Totally. Tim, who's, off, who's on the top of your list? Uh, for the Mavs, I guess I'll kind of do the same thing that he just did here. For the Mavs, it's definitely maxi for me because we're pretty thin uh, with Dwight Powell out at both, you know, the four and the five. We're going to stretch out Chris Stapps a lot at the five anyway. So we really need maxi size and just his rim protection and everything he can do in there because after him, it's pretty much Chris Stapps and Boban is the only guys on the team that can play center. So it would just – it would definitely suck to see maxi have to miss a couple weeks. And then in kind of the same vein, the one that, I would hate to see because I really think it would affect their chances a lot as uh, Montrez Harrell. And kind of for the same reasons I outlined, I was pretty shocked at the uh, kind of the deadline. And then when they didn't, you know, maybe sign a veteran minimum afterwards that the Clippers didn't go out and get another big man. They're kind of like us where uh, they don't have a whole lot of depth down there. If they eventually do find themselves in this inevitable clash with the Lakers, the Lakers, I don't think other than AD, they don't really have any elite bigs, but between Howard, JaVale McGee, um, LeBron can play a big man role sometimes. They have enough size where 
really be a problem in a series with the Clippers. So that's the one that I think would really, especially in the Western Conference, just kind of shake things up the most. I would hate hate to see Maxi, and then on a wider scale for the entire bubble. You know, Montrez Harrell, I like rooting for that guy. He plays with that mean, mean-ass mean attitude. And yeah, that would suck to see either of those guys go out. Right on, man. Uh, I'll follow y'all's lead. I mean, the Mav I'd be most disappointed would be DFS for certain. Uh, I think Dorian, I love the 3 and D. Uh, I love his versatility because I think that he would be the one that would slide into the four role um, if Maxi or, uh, or, you know, Bo Porzingis, if any of those guys get are either limiting minutes or uh, get hurt. I just think what's interesting is like, we've all basically said sort of big, big men, uh, but like the definition of what a big man is anymore, doesn't make any sense. Cause it's like, you know, it's no longer your, Keon Clark sort of centers, <laughs> you know, or Dikembe Mutombo's or like guys that are like defensive stalwarts, especially now, like if you look at how Dwight Howard's developed into a player, he's so much like thinner and ganglier. He has almost, he's more similar to Dwight Powell in build than he was Dwight Howard, um, you know, in the early or mid two thousands. Um, but yeah, for me, DFS, he's, you know, our three and D guy. I like just the tenacity he plays with. I think he's going to be the guy that's on our, uh, the best offensive player pretty much on any team. He's, he's really accepted the the sort of Sean Marion role. Uh, and also that corner three might be one of my favorite things to watch in our, uh, during a Mavs game. Uh, as far as the greater NBA, I'm kind of cheating. I think De'Aaron Fox, um, I just love the – when it comes to the Kings – I'm not excited about that team. I guess I guess maybe Bogdanovich would be another one that I'd be disappointed because I want to see what the guard play of the Kings because they they seem to have strengths in every place aside from like, you know, the front court. So I kind of want to see where some of the strategies play out in a weird tournament style kind of thing just with guys that are just blisteringly fast and just can and also if that doesn't matter at all in this bubble scenario, since everyone hasn't really been as conditioned through like an, a regular NBA season, like does this have more of an effect or does it have less? Um, but hearing any, like any, any quick guard uh, getting COVID would be like my like heartbreak. Cause I'm, I just want to see that dynamic play out. Yeah, for sure. I do love uh, De'Aaron Fox's game. I think if you lined up everyone in the NBA and just said, run a lap right now he'd be at the top of the list as like the most lightning fast guys you could find that could put it down on the track uh, i watched some For of his sure. i watched some of his combine tape and he's just like you want to see me run the 40 want to see me run the 40 again <laughs> oh, i then, love that anyway. <laughs> so uh all right so who would be uh, of all the bubble teams who would be the quickest asterisk now that is like the guy you're just like all right if they won the championship, whatever, it's because of this bubble. Pretty much the team you don't want to win that could win. Okay. So I think, you know, I think I think every single one of us is probably going to think, think uh, the Rockets Yep, are probably the one where I'm like, I don't want them to win. Like, <laughs> like I didn't want, like, I was like four when they won their first couple, you know, but I didn't want that either, I'm sure. <laughs> like, you know, like. I don't yeah. want them to. I don't want them to enjoy this, especially after like the whole MLB stuff with Astros. That city doesn't deserve another championship for a long, long time. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I don't, they don't. They don't deserve it. So it, it's got to be the Rockets for me. They're the only ones, and maybe the Lakers. But my honestly, dude, like my Laker hate isn't as like strong as it used to be. You know, I just I don't sure. care anymore. So, mm-hmm. Tim, how about you? Yeah, right off the top of the list, it's definitely going to be Houston. I mean. I like to put a couple asterisks on the titles they have anyway, since MJ wasn't playing, but um, (laughs) 
Chick, chick, boom. Since we already got that answer, Utah, because they were kind of the epicenter that got the league shut down to begin with. I just think it'd be fun to poke fun at what is Dragonfly Jones calls them Brock Formation Twitter. If, <laughs> if, the, if the team that kind of started this whole COVID thing and threw us into this NBA frenzy ended up winning it, and just be like, ah, oh, of course you won the COVID bubble. You were getting everyone else sick. I like this theory. I like that this is the only way Utah can win a championship is by yeah. biological warfare. This is good. <laughs> I like, they're like, I got this. All right, Rudy. I know you've been playing defense that fits more a 1990s style of play, but let's think flu game here, okay? <laughs> it's just giving everyone else the flu? Yeah, we can't give everyone food poisoning like we did with the pizza in Utah, but take this. <laughs> how about the coronavirus? <laughs> let's see if we can give it to the whole planet. This is what's going to bring Utah a championship Jesus, in Orlando. Man. That's a... I like this Alex Jones theory of Utah did this on purpose. <laughs> Give us the upper advantage eventually. <laughs> like, uh, the long game. Very like Game of Thrones before it sucks. Like, <laughs> um, I think the weird, I think it won't happen, but I would love if Orlando did win in Orlando. Like, and it just does like this weird talking head thing of like, oh, it was home court advantage, even though there's no fans. <laughs> and if it was home court advantage, there would be no fans. Exactly. So, so. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah, Houston's, I think, our, our first pick around. And I think that's just, they're, I, I actually do appreciate that they are just going like, you know what, centers don't matter. Let's just completely buy into a different style and to be honest that's why i love basketball is because there's so many different ways to succeed you know as a vertically challenged man such as myself you would imagine i'm all for small ball unless it's the houston rockets okay quickest crown who would be like the first person that you know hey these guys are legitimate clearly the bubble didn't really make that big of a difference what's this i mean we're all gonna say mavs yeah so okay I'll just, some, Ma- I'll... mavs are done um I'm going to go with, I'm going to start off. I'll save Milwaukee. That would be a, the team that I'd be like, you know what? Cool. Like maybe they benefit yeah. from this, maybe not, but they were still pretty damn dominant. Like they're, I think it was their point differential. That was just insane. And it wasn't just because they were beating up on, you know, the lonely yeah. East. Yeah. The East was actually good this year. You yeah. know, so it was a, it was pretty, uh, you know, pretty even between both conferences. But uh, for me, like, again, Lakers, I think the Lakers, like, even though, like, they've constructed that team where it's, like, obviously it's, like, LeBron and AD are, like, the two big guys, like, those are still, like, the two big guys there. And I just have to give it to them, man. Like, they were already, like, kind of on their way of, like, you know, they had the first seed. They're doing all this. Like, you know, they revived Dwight Howard, you know, his career. Like, they've done everything right for the most part, um, you know, getting doing what they're doing. Even, like, even when you know, like, there probably is, like, a bias, like, between, like, refs and, like, the NBA, like, wanting, like, these like you know historically like very important teams get where they need to get to i think even if they didn't have that little help they probably still would have they probably still will if they do win the championship like deserve that well said yeah uh i guess my only thing with the lakers is just like they don't really have guard depth at all i mean aside from what danny green i mean they just signed jr smith so that's that's rarely a sign that people are doing well yeah, Smith, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Alex Caruso, I guess, you know, he's a, you he, will occasionally make a highlight play on Maxi Kleber. Hey, I've heard that Alex Caruso is, you know, I've, 
again, my fiance went to AM and is like, yeah, I was true. So like AM legend. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, like I really don't care. But apparently everyone down in College Station loves the dude. Who are the other Aggies that have been in the NBA? I know Chris DeAndre. Wilson. Middleton. Chris Wilson. Right. Yeah, Alex Caruso, DeAndre. I think it's a lot, the only like three big ones that I know because I don't know. My my fiance's father like loves like them because they went to AM. So sure. Tim, do you got a quickest crown? AC Law that like flamed out. Oh god, AC oh, Law. Most legitimate, I'm gonna go. Yeah. For most legitimate, I'm gonna go with the uh roommates of the Lakers, the Clippers. Just one, because I think out of all the teams that you know we kind of say are in contention, especially if you cut it off at like the top three or four. The Clippers are the ones that never really had that, you know, 10 to 12 game stretch where they were really putting everything together. I would love to see it if it finally happened. And also just, I'm not going to shit on that fan base, like all 18 of them out here in Southern California, if they actually <laughs> pull it off and win a title, like they don't want it. They don't want to hear it from Lakers fans. Like um, let, let the Clippers fans have something nice for once. I yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to let them have that title and bask in it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I would say I would say the Clippers are legit. I mean, I don't think anyone's arguing that one. Um, I will say that, like, uh, I've grown to appreciate Kawhi, and I think it's primarily because I, of watching The Last Dance and seeing, like, how much he reminds me of Scottie Pippen. And just, like, he's just, like, a weird, like, hybrid between kind of Jordan-esque offensive ability, but also just, like, the physical and defensive capabilities of Pippen and I just I can't once I've heard that comparison I can't unsee it it also helps that Spurs fans hate the guy I'm for it you know <laughs> for me personally yeah <laughs> what's weird I have like this weird like I will say that I have a fan hatred towards Houston um that I'll just I'll never like anything Houston does but with San Antonio as much as they're our rival there are just moments where I will just you know, tip of the hat. Like I still love Popovich, like even though he's just kind of a jerk and makes a point to do like the, he's the, he's the Bill Belichick of, you know, of the NBA. I still think like, you know, San Antonio, I've been there, man. There's not a lot going on. Like I kind of have like the same feeling with (laughs) with your Clippers game. It's like, man, you know, let them have it. You know, I mean, H-E-B's from there. You know, that's pretty nice, I suppose. So Yeah, I love H-E-B. I miss it. God, so. <laughs> it is the best. Cool. All right, so that's kind of our bubble stuff. Uh, we're going to get to questions uh, from our listeners uh, in just a moment. Uh, just wanted, again, to uh, remind you guys that we are, we are a part of Armchair Media. We're so thankful to be a part of it. Uh, we wanted to remind you guys that uh, to visit betonline.ag, Um, It's the best place to start placing bets. Uh, They even have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day. So you don't even need real sports to bet on. Um, There's got, they got casino games, poker tournaments, a lot of awesome props. Um, Check it out, betonline.ag. And like I said, if you are a haphazard groomer, if, uh, if your, uh, your nether regions are looking uh, closer to, uh, you know, uh, like a thrush of woodlands down there and you just need to just, you know, wipe the slate clean. <laughs> um, you should go to manscaped.com. Like I said, if you use the promo card, uh, promo code armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, you will get 20% off in free shipping of your order at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. 
And I want to thank our listeners for sending us some questions. So we had an awesome question. Um, could we get the guy that submitted the, uh, the delete eight uh, proposition? I want to shout him out really quick. Absolutely. His name is Rutuj underscore K underscore on Twitter. Right on. Dude, he's an awesome dude. Uh, he lives, I think he lives in, remember, he doesn't live here in the U.S. He, um, he's really cool. Uh, I've talked to him personally a couple of times, like just to the timeline. He seems really like a really chill dude. Um, I actually think he does want to come on the podcast eventually. So we'll have I'll do that. Like I'll do the whole guest podcast thing with them soon. Right I need on. to contact him. I think he might live on the outside of the world. So it might be nighttime for him right now, but. Okay, so we modified this just because I think for time constraints, but what he basically proposed that he wanted us to select the best lineup from the Delete Eight teams, which are the teams that are doing the other bubble. <laughs> um, some of the uh, some of the rules that he had that I think we may try to actually like do or maybe not. It kind of depends. Um, so the rules that has to be fifteen man roster. He has to have we have to have a max of two players for each team, but each team has to have at least one. And the salary cap issue, which shouldn't be that hard because a lot of these teams' um, players are still on the rookie contracts, you know, can't exceed $140 million. Sure. And then on top of that, would this team win the ABA championship if you cobbled this team together? So basically like a Frankenstein version of, you know, a team. Sure. So uh, as much as I'd like to get all the specifications down, um, I'm not going to lie, guys. I can't follow all of it, and I'm no accountant. I'm no Ryan Brokoff. So uh, what we're, we're going to make a small adjustment to this. Uh, we're, we are going to follow the, the premise. We're going to do a delete eight fantasy draft. We're going to, we're going to uh, draft a starting five. Um, let's make the rule. They can't be of the same team. We'll, we'll, we'll make that adjustment. Uh, we won't worry too much about salary cap uh, since probably the first three that we take off uh, are probably all going to be probably max players anyway, since we got some good players that just happen to be on uh, unlucky teams this year. We can draft uh, injured players. We're, we're drafting them for the sake of uh, skill. And uh, so we're doing a starting five and one bench player. Uh, can't repeat team. So this is picking teams from the Knicks, Hawks, Warriors, Cavaliers, Hornets, Bulls, Pistons, Timberwolves. So uh, starting first, let's go with Tim. Who do you have first off the board? Who? The number one pick here. Um, Let's see. I think even though he's not going to be in here on a massive contract, it would eat up some of the, a bunch of that 140. But hey, we're not doing that. So I'm going to take Steph the chef. Let's go Steph Curry off the board at number one. Okay. Steph Curry off the board. All right, cool. Rubes to you, number two. I'm going to pick his teammate, Clay Thompson. Clay, cool. Clay off the board. Excellent. Uh, let's see. For me, uh, between all of these guys, I mean, I'm thinking Larry Nance Jr. That's sounding like a good idea. <laughs> uh, That's Chris, sweeter, probably. Uh, Saku Dumboya looks pretty promising. Uh, I'm going to go with Cat. Cat's probably going to be my, yeah. my, my number one pick. Uh, he doesn't play defense, but who needs to? All right. Tim, number two. Second round here. Let's see. We're starting to fill in our – forward depth a little or our big man depth a little bit with cat he takes care of a lot of that but we already have our guards i'm gonna okay. see if i can get us a little uh, bit strong at forward here or do you want to snake this actually you know yeah. what i like i like that we're drafting one starting lineup that makes things a little yeah, bit more streamlined. so yeah. cool so we, so so we can't pick clay that's the that's the one difference so okay so we got steph we got Cat. Cat. 
And I'll let you redraft your third guy. Go for it. Uh, let's see. Damn. <laughs> um, Has to be from a different team that is not the Warriors and not the Timberwolves. You know, give me Levine. Levine. All right, yes. cool. Who needs defense? We don't. All right, cool. Let's go, Tim. You have our four, fourth pick overall for our weird super team of not playoff bound players. So we got to find ourselves a forward here. Let's see. Oh, I know who. Oh, hey. I know who. Man, we're really, we're really gonna have to. We're really, really oh, gonna wait, have to no. leave Mitchell Robinson at home. That sucks. <laughs> I think. You know, flip a coin between Christian Wood and John Collins. I think I'm landing on John Collins. Let's go, John Collins. Yeah, John Collins. Cool. All right. So right now we got Steph Curry, Cat, John Collins, Levine. Does anybody on these teams play defense? Uh, John Collins does. Collins does. Collins is a good, good power forward. That's all we need. I'll just him on defense, and that's it. (laughs) Let's see. I'm gonna throw in. This is why you research before you start the pod, guys. Right. Um, I guess I we mean, gotta... CD Osmond is just sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's go Kevin Porter Jr. Why not? Let's have some fun. Okay. Kevin Porter. All right. Yeah, give us kind of a three tweener. There are better players, but all right. Now, who do we want off our bench? Andre Drummond is still available. <laughs> and at 28 million, he will stay that way. <laughs> I know Grant is. Oh, wait, here. sorry. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, can I take my pick back? I'd like to do Miles Bridges instead. Okay. Miles Bridges instead. Okay. <laughs> Grant is so mad. <laughs> like, Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> go back, go back and please mute yourself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back i did that just to piss off grant all right cool <laughs> and our six man yeah, yeah tim you got any, got any fun ideas I'd colin probably... sexton, if you're taking away kevin porter put on colin sexton oh my god <laughs> uh, oh man uh i do we, we can each pick a six man and decide from there who we want my favorite one out of my favorite player out of everyone remaining is Devontae graham Oh, um, that's probably the that's probably the pick. I don't yeah, know. No. D, DSJ is still available. Uh, sorry, and DSJ. I love I, you, but God, I just I want more dunks. I just want more dunks, and uh, I also want a reason to buy Under Armour equipment. All right, cool. So uh, at the end of this, in a controversial sweep, uh, we've got Steph, Cat, Levine, John Collins. Uh, <laughs> Miles Bridges. Uh, we want to do uh, a six man. I guess the six man it repeats. It would be if we did Devonte Graham. That is the smart choice. And actually, yeah. the, the smart choice would have been Devonte Graham to uh, to put instead of Miles Bridges. Uh, but I am what you call contrarian, as well as uh, you know the inhibitor of chaos. That is what I want to do. So uh, let's go to questions. Let's uh, let's right. answer some actual questions. Thank you guys All for right. participating in that. I got these up. Okay, so Grant, of all people, asked a question. I don't know why he's asking a question when he's on the podcast, but... I love it. <laughs> okay, so Grant says, what do you think about 2K using Kobe to sell the 100 version of the game, knowing that your progress doesn't carry over from current gen to next gen? So, Grant, uh, I haven't played 2K in like a couple years. It's just not fun anymore. 
the grinding aspect just you know i'm an adult and i can't be doing this shit but right. um i think it's fucked up i don't know man like i just you know especially if things can't, can't especially if like the progress can't, can't carry over from the current gen to the next gen it's just and i get that you know they gotta sell they gotta sell units but i don't like it and i I'm think it, i think at me. this point like kind of with with COVID, everyone's just being home and like physical units aren't selling as much. I just don't see why sports games don't just be like, why don't they just release a new game every five years, but do like a yearly update that's like 40 bucks that gets you like, does like this whole new update for it. I mean, like maybe I'm just naive and don't have any clue how that works, but it's like half the time it's all you're really getting is some minor changes in gameplay, minor changes in graphics and minor changes in like the roster update more or less. Mm -hmm. Um, I think using Kobe, I mean, like, you know, it's an NBA property. Like, I want to, you know, give respect to the man and, you know, shelling out $100 for a guy. I don't know. It, it seems pretty disingenuous. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see him on the cover. It, it's the right time to do that. But it's also, like, you don't have to look very far to be upset at what 2K does to its players uh, as far as like the, the, the user base. Uh, it's just like, hey, you bought a game for $60. Now, you didn't want to be good at it, did you? Well, that's going to be another $20. Oh, you want to be really good at it and actually play basketball. Well, that's going to be another $40. I'm sorry, virtual currency. It doesn't spend anywhere else and you can't get a refund on it. Best of luck. <laughs> Tim, what do you think? I mean, I can't tell you the last time I played 2K. I just got PS4 a few months ago, and I'm kind of getting back into gaming with uh, FIFA and NHL. I will say, out of every sports game that I've seen mentioned on Twitter or talked about, maybe this is because I follow NBA Twitter the most, 2K seems like the biggest headache out of all of them. And especially the point that they do all this like kind of cool stuff with graphics and the way they uh, have different game modes and stuff, but everyone's just like, Stop doing this cool on the surface stuff and just fix the damn gameplay. I don't know. I'm not speaking from a standpoint of experience there, but it just seems like the actual gameplay and kind of, it's almost like politics behind the scenes with 2K and who is it? Ronnie 2K seems pretty universally hated. So it kind of seems like a bit of a headache for sure. Here's how you fix 2K. Either you can pick like your, your origin story of going to, if like going to China, going to college, or trying to start your own shoe brand and taking over the ESPN talking heads. So it's not so much, it's like Grand Theft Auto, but instead of like, shoot, you're just shooting promos and that's it. This is a terrible idea. I'm already scratching it. Okay, cool. Uh, next question. Our next question comes from, all oh, the guys are really cool. Uh, display name now. Uh, Jedi Master Shea. Um, nice. Really cool, dude. He, ask questions like every week and I love it. And he always asks some really profound, you know, just out there questions. So here's another one, guys, you gotta think about this. It's not, let's not uh, dwell on it too much, but um, surprise. The universe grants you some, some of its powers of the universe. You can distort reality to your will to an extent. You cannot rewrite reality, but you can make dinosaurs appear again. However, there are no take backs. That's right, folks, none. You get five things to rewrite. I mean, Mavs win 2006. That's, yeah, that's like we'd be the first I, thing. I, I rest my case. That's all I need. <laughs> I mean, we could just like name stuff that we'd want to happen. <laughs> so like, yeah, I guess, I guess the thing is just like once it's done, there is no taking it back. So this is some cool monkey paw 
kind yeah. of mentality. The curling of them, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Things I don't want to happen. Um, I mean, really, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson getting a show. I mean, I could probably, if, I, if we could just get rid of the Kardashians in general, that would just, <laughs> just reality TV. If everyone just like, you know what, let's just stick Denied. to scripted stuff. Like, I'd be cool with it. Because like, that's what's devolved us into, you know, uh, the dopamine addicts of just being obsessed with someone else's life. Maybe OJ. OJ is just not riving. Thing. <laughs> yeah, just like him. Yeah, that's what I would change. OJ, uh, <laughs> OJ Simpson not knowing how to drive, so we never see the Ford Bronco. I would definitely. And you never get the Kardashians. That sure. see, that's exactly yeah. it. I think, or uh, one of the Bills winning a Super Bowl. I think that that goes down. Not when the not when the Cowboys won it. But. No, yeah, one of them, just one. You know, they went there four times. Yeah, they deserve one, I think. Just one, like just out of sympathy. I would definitely want to add like COVID not being a thing. You know, that might be good. Yeah, it'd be good to have a you know, uh, I don't know, like a pandemic team. You know, Hopefully. maybe maybe some funding for the CDC. Just you know anything cool. at this. It'd be point. nice to have some sort of preventative measure where people yeah. didn't deny science. It'd be cool. All right, not going to go down that road at all. This crazy talk over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Turn the uh, frogs gay. All right, let's move <laughs> on. Let's see. Uh, okay, next comes from Chris Lopez, huge Mouse fan on the timeline. Um, he asks, "Should all of us Mouse fans make a group to chip in on the next big lottery jackpot?" and buy tickets, then split it, split it equally. I like this. I like this is like everyone holding their hand before jumping into a volcano. <laughs> and like, it it's, together. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll rise as a phoenix. We'll find out. Oh, uh, no, but that's, I do like this communal, like, let's all indulge in this very high-risk gambling. Like, <laughs> let's all, like, buy. But I do like the, the, the communal aspect of it. Uh, I will say that the Mavericks actually, the AAC and Cuban does a great job of actually making tickets affordable. It's, I didn't realize the, how different it was really in any other town, like how expensive actual tickets are. Cause I've always been able to get like, I mean, they're not great seats, but I could always get like $20 to $40 tickets to Mavs games, unless it was like a premier matchup or a, or playoff game, obviously. And like, you know, Lakers, it's like the minimum is like 120 bucks or yeah. I've heard of like specifically uh, Chicago, uh, the Chicago Cubs. It's like, there is not a, a ticket under 150 bucks. That's baseball. It's a little different, but like, I'm still down for, uh, I mean, I'll chip in. I don't know which Venmo I need to send it to. Like, I got 20 on it. I got yeah, 20 on it right let's now. Let's put 20 bucks, you know, all of our listeners together. That'll make, you know, tens of dollars. We'll put it on a lottery ticket. See what happens. <laughs> what do you think, Tim? Yeah, I'll throw 20 on it. I'm good with all this. <laughs> all right, so everyone, when we when we get together, wear your damn wear the masks. Ma- that's all I ask. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, so that's next one PSA for the podcast. <laughs> our next question comes from Lane, the Don Luca on Twitter. He asks, which superpower do you think would be more beneficial when playing basketball? Hmm. The ability to see and react one second faster than everyone else or the ability to communicate with anyone telepathically? So I thought about this, actually. I was thinking about this as I was driving yesterday from my test that I don't know how I did. But um, I was looking, I was thinking about this, and I was like, I would probably, want, I would think, like, being able to communicate telepathically with, with your teammates would be paramount to, like, being good at basketball. The one-second reaction, you know, faster thing is it would take time, I think, for, like, for your teammates to be able to, like, align that with themselves. Like, mm-hmm. 
like if LeBron's already like cutting, it's like, oh shit, what the hell's going on? Right. You know, or if like Luca's like, you know, Luca's already passed the ball and like no one's there. Like how and I mean that's happened before, obviously. It's like it would just take timing. And I think both these are really good, but I think for immediate impact it would probably be being able to communicate with just your brain. We call this the Carlisle effect. Yeah. I think team team wise, the uh telepathic communication would definitely be uh better. But if, I will say, if we still had DSJ, the one second thing, it would just be a layup line the whole game because he's already faster than everyone else. So he could just be he could just be driving to the basket the entire game and like average one point nine per possession because he'd probably miss at least like one windmill to get that number down. <laughs> yeah, what is yeah, the- if we don't have DSJ, if we don't have DSJ or De'Aaron Fox, then I want the telepath. Fair enough. I will say DSJ. I swear he was going to be the first player to attempt an in uh, an in game front flip dunk. Yeah, his hops are insane. <laughs> well, they are so insane, but you know, I you know I, I'll be a stand for him. I even have one of those like. Uh, I have a I have a jersey, a shirt jersey of DSJ. Yeah. I think it's just because he's the first player I was excited for uh, in like the last five years prior, like prior to Luca, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because like when you had Harrison Barnes as your big signee, like I love the guy, class act, awesome dude. But like no one's like yeah. a Harrison Barnes stand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Moving on, let's see. We have James, our good friend James, Hi, James Grambo. Yes, love him. So he asks. I hate the way he worded this, but who do you think would win a grizzly eating contest between the Mavs? And I don't know what yeah. that is. Okay, so I'm explaining to you to the white guys who are on the podcast right now. Thank you. <laughs> so, so a grizzly is um, it's a clickable term for hot dog. So like today there was a grizzly eating contest, like you know between whatever name uh, what's that. Uh, that one white guy, Joey know. Chestnut. Yeah, Joey Chestnut. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, so he's basically asking who would be able to eat the most hot dogs amongst the Mavs. I think it's a very big cheat code to just say Bovon because you never know. But um, I also think I think Kristaps could probably put down a shit ton of you know, hot dogs in one setting, just because he's big and tall and needs some metabolism. Like you know, sometimes I'd crazy. have to like go down the list as far as just like I'd have to just look at body type and go super body judgy because i'm just like all right well delon Wright looks like a pencil probably won't uh i don't know i don't know i feel like jj could probably wolf some down like i know it seems like a jj fan cast but it is um you know i think uh if he's gonna be uh wolfing down dogs um i feel like i, I feel like i think i could ease i would say luca would probably tap out after three he seems like a sensible person you know i think Euro- <laughs> europeans don't eat that much that's why they're all better looking than all of us um but <laughs> i feel like after like the third dog he's like oh, why are you still doing this i don't know maxi i mean like you know germany that's like like the broad yeah, comes frankfurt, from frankfurt yeah yeah he's from frankfurt germany it's, yeah. it's his destiny that's what it is <laughs> maxi cleaver is destined to eat all the frankfurters this has become a really dumb pod <laughs> yeah is uh, is Raymond Felton still a Maverick? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim, what do you think? <laughs> I was gonna go Maxi, but like I don't know. If we're doing former Mavericks, I'll take DJ Benga because that dude was just a monster, like size wise. I think Popeye Jones would be able to probably wolf some. Oh, Popeye too. Jones would be able to, dude. Yes, dude. I feel like you could fit like probably like just you know like the entire uh, package of buns just in that mouth. He's got that down. 
Right, Murray question. State alum. I love I love guys from Murray State. Like they never <laughs> they don't stick around too often. But God, like I mean, aside John Morant, John Morant's been like the only star. Yeah, the only like, guy like, that. Yeah. Well, there's like there's like three. I think three maps have been Murray State grads. That's where my dad went to college. And I just uh, think okay. Murray State's hilarious because it's not a state. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in yeah. Kentucky. And but like Murray State, like I think it's Popeye Jones, Singletary. I think was another guy. I can't remember. Anyways, this is not interesting. Sorry, next question. Uh, <laughs> let's next let's question. talk more about Mavs eating hot dogs. Next question comes from Rachel. And Rachel asks, which Maverick is most likely to sneak out of the bubble? I don't know, man. I think sneak out of the bubble. I mean, he, is Jalen going with them? I can't I don't remember. <laughs> Jalen. <laughs> I just feel like Jalen would be like, fuck it. You know, just like go on his own and like live stream it or something, bro. <laughs> like, this is what he does. Um uh, well, Willie Colley Stein already said he wasn't going so i think that one count <laughs> that would have been my first take <sighs> trey burke's getting his next shot so probably not you know what let's go courtney lee i think courtney lee will be the first one to try sneaking out you know? yeah i'm going strictly about just like who looks like the funnest guy to party or he's just like <laughs> he's like screw it i'm going on the ferris wheel i don't care if they, they catch me <laughs> i've made my what money you, what do you think tim it would be it would be real convenient to answer the question right now if Deshaun Stevenson was still a Maverick because he just wanders everywhere without <laughs> God, a care in so the much. world. God, God. Actually, so I just looked you know up the Mavs roster. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Tim. Yo, Maxi, again. Maxi. I feel like every answer in the so far. Maxi would be I'm a pretty good Maxie. one. I don't know. I did see, like, you know, we've talked about him a whole lot this pod, but I just looked up the Mavs roster and everyone has, like, their own little, you know, on Google and they pop up with their own little headshot or whatever. And there's one of Boban that's just him eating a basketball. It's, like, the first thing that comes up when you look (laughs) up Mavs roster. So I'm thinking, like, I mean, he's probably the wild card to just go out and just leave, just do it. Go see Toby. Go see Tobias Harris. You know, Just go off. <laughs> the bromance uh, is still strong. Uh, it probably is, man. I'm sure Tobias oh, is yeah. jealous of uh, the Barbie girl thing going on. But... <laughs> All right, see. So next question comes from Jonas. Jonas asks, find a nickname for our deadly one-two punch between number 77 and number 76. Number number six. I don't know, man. I don't know if we really need a, you know, a, a nice little nickname for this duo. Like, I thought Again, the, like, the Euro connection was the first one off the top of my head. That's a good one. I like that one a lot, especially for the lob threat that they have. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that, that'd probably be mine too, honestly. I just can't think of anything that would be crazy. Lanky Kong. No. Lanky. <laughs> if Luca if Luca was like a rim protector at all, it'd be awesome to call him the Eastern Block. <laughs> oh, that would be that'd be great, dude. Damn, that's a good nickname. God, I wish they could be better at defense. Um, I'm trying to think of find a way of making Slovenia and, and Lithuania. Latvia. Or is he he's from Latvia? Latvia, right? Latvia, yeah. So it'd be like Slotvia. Slotvia. Uh, yeah, I don't know I was if they would something with slaughter, but I, can't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they'd appreciate that out there. <laughs> Slot, yeah, I don't know if we want to match the country. Yeah, so. <laughs> the Eastern Bloc. That'd be good. I don't know. I still feel like I don't think we've we've tapped into Luca's final form yet. Like I think but he's yeah. still like two years of really pushing. Because like you look at year year two Dwight Powell versus what he looks like now, and that's just two different bodies. You know, I mean, yeah. granted, one of them's you know IR right now, and uh, I mean, we can only hope that Luca ends up looking like Doctor Satan. 
like Dwight Powell has. <laughs> that is easily my favorite weird, like, uh, Reference. Mis- mis- mistranslation of a certain thing. Like, uh, shout oh, out, uh, shout out Grant for posting that. That is too good. Uh, the Afro of the professional wrestler that is just bystanding and watching the Dragon Ball C saga. It's, uh, it's who I aim to be is a very loud spectator, which is what I am. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Lucy. Okay. Lucy says, I've been thinking about moving to Dallas from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Besides the Mavericks, what are other great things? What other great things does Dallas have to offer? Do you need anything else? Besides the Mavs? Uh, I mean, like, again, like, we're obviously, like, also technically a, you know, beer and basketball podcast. So we have a really good beer scene. No we really have a good, like, alcohol scene in general. We've got some vineyards out here, which is kind of weird that they're even here, uh, an Alvin Grapevine, you know, uh, obviously the beer seems pretty good. Uh, we have a lot of little um, craft seltzer places and things like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the first place that we all met was actually at Petacolis Brewery. So shout out yeah. to them. Got a great brew state. There's actually, what's interesting about Dallas is that it's one of the few places that didn't really suffer from the 2008 recession. So they've actually been able to invest it in a lot of their artistic communities. So uh, there's, a lot of great spots. Uh, shout out Spinster Records. Shout out to Good Records. So if you're if you're a music person, this is actually a really great spot to be. Uh, clearly, like during COVID, there's not a lot of shows happening, and there's a couple of places closing down. But um, I'm actually, for someone that lives in Austin, every time I visit Dallas, it just finds another reason to impress me. Like it, they've really invested in its community, so it's a great spot to live. It's certainly cheaper than San Diego. Yeah, a lot cheaper. All right, Mr. Uh, Mr. L.A. over here, <laughs> do you have anything to offer? Well, I mean, if you shoot up to Frisco, you got a Nebraska Furniture Mart and an Ikea right next to each other, so what else do you need? Listen, there's all kinds of places where you can find a Dickies kind of and a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> we got Whataburger? Come on. Um, no, but kind of to piggyback on uh, Don's answer there. I think, like, in the past couple decades, especially, Dallas has, like, gone out of its way to kind of uh, – how do I describe this? it's so spread out and there's so many different suburbs and neighborhoods, even within the city of Dallas, no matter what your personality is, you can find a neighborhood or a bar district or something that kind of fits your style, fits your personality. And also at the same time, venture out to the other ones to kind of, you know, leave your little comfort zone. So yeah, just especially in the past 10, 15 years, I think Dallas and the surrounding areas have grown so much and done a really good job at being like inclusive. There's a spot for everyone avoid the hell out of uptown is all the only advice i'll give on that yeah yeah i agree with that good question good question um okay so jonas actually asked another one i think this will be a pretty easy one to answer um he asks which team will face the mavs in the finals it's gonna be the books oh wait they're not are who's all of the different conferences like or they're not doing conferences this time right yeah they i think they are yeah for the actual like playoffs they are but but they're not doing eastern western though aren't they or no they're doing they are no, they are doing Eastern Western yeah. for the playoffs. The only thing no. different is the play-in tournament. Yeah. Thank you, Grant, our expert on the scene. I know. So I, I just have I have the Bucks as like being like the team coming out of the East, no matter what. I think the Wizards. Oh Jesus, fucking <laughs> chaos reigns, everybody. Bertons turns into a thirty-point a night. Doesn't miss a three. No one knows Bert- what's happening. Berton, Bertons is out. I take that as a suggestion. <laughs> Grant just randomly flying in off the top rope. 
he, he's keeping me in check. I'm just the pretty <laughs> voice. <that's... laughs> future, Do- future Dallas Maverick uh, Bear Tans is out for Orlando. Uh, I hope you're next year. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually uh, so a remotely serious answer. I would say the Raptors. Um, they've been. Uh, they're super dynamic, and I think they're the people that would be able to give Milwaukee trouble if there was any team to do so. Yeah. So right, to got? go back on the nicknames real quick, if we have Chris Stops and Bertans, we can call them the Latvian Lasers. Okay. Ooh. All right. <laughs> I mean, I think three six Latvia is still the <laughs> that's the best one. I love that one. So what do you think, Tim? See Aaron Gordon avenging the dunk contest and Dwayne Wade's bullshit by taking his team to a finals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So so real, uh, uh, yeah. Our expert say, opinions are the Washington Wizards and the Orlando Magic. <laughs> I think you guys named the two favorites already, though. But uh, outside of those two teams, the two that intrigue me the most are definitely uh, the Celtics. And, man, I still think – still, I'm still holding out. I might be the last one. I'm still holding out hope for the Sixers to kind of get their shit together. I get that, yeah. I think there's just a bunch of talent there. That I'm curious to see what Tatum does in the playoffs, too. I mean, the top three in the East could really be a dogfight. I don't yeah. – I'm not slotting the Bucks in there as easily as a lot of people are. Although they are the favorite. I'll give them that. Sure. All right, let's see. We have four more questions, and then we're out of here. Right on. So let's see. Okay. Cher asks, do you anticipate any big game free agents or players in the last year of their rookie contracts not wanting to resign contracts for the next season with their current team? Probably not, because I don't think the, uh, the cap is – I think, the, if anything, the cap goes down next year. Uh, because of obviously like of everything going on with COVID and stuff, stuff like that, I think it'd be like really foolhardy for anyone to be like, "Hey, like, I'm gonna try to get 20 million in the market right now," when you know there really won't be too much money to kind of be going around this next year, um, unless you're like a Giannis who still has another year, you know, on their contract and stuff like that. So I don't see anybody really like doing that. But if it does happen, I will go crazy on the timeline. Yeah, I from what I understood, this was gonna be a pretty bad free agency class you know and I just you know I think like it tops with like DeMar DeRozan I mean like Anthony Davis is like the big name but I mean I it just doesn't sound like the cap room is going to be there for really a max and like this is just really the worst case scenario for a lot of players I mean uh, off the top we're looking at I mean Gordon Hayward has his own player option so like he's probably taking that we got DeMar DeRozan, Otto Porter, Andre Drummond. So, like, we're talking guys that are, you know, great starters, but no one that's, like, going to change a team from, like, you know, if Drummond joins, you know, the Hornets, like, does that make them, like, a shoe-in playoff team? I don't know. I mean, maybe. Like, I would like to see Graham with some, some good, you know, upfront help. But Paul Millsap, Nicholas oh. Batum, Danilo Gallinari those are your free agents this you know this coming are coming up so it's like I just don't know if that's a where you're wanting to spend your money and like none of these guys are you know I think like maybe the top like and I'm I'm like naming the guys off the top of the list I'm like uh Marc Gasol Serge Ibaka good players like guys that will make a huge difference on their teams but not like you know they'll they'll make a team a b plus to an a but not a c to a b plus you know what I mean yeah I was going to say that I actually – I like this free agency class for the Mavs just because there's not going to be a lot of money going around, and most of these guys are going to end up going on smaller deals, like your Gasols, your Drogic's, and Bertans Bear, Bear, well, is probably going to get paid. But um, <laughs> Christian Wood, Bertans, Fred Van Fleet, uh, Brandon Ingram, those guys are all definitely going to go get paid, whether it's if their team matches the contract they get or not. 
the only max guy I would go for this time around is Brandon Ingram. But if, I mean, if New Orleans doesn't match, then they're silly gooses. Uh, but Andre Drummond already basically said that he's opting in and looking for an extension with Cleveland. And I'm almost certain DeMar DeRozan is out of San Antonio, opting out. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Wonder, if, wonder where else he's going to hit 15 footers from. I know. <laughs> or or miss 15 footers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim, what do you think, man? Um, yeah, I don't see a ton of huge deals getting handed out this summer. I think, like, we already started to see the trend that, you know, LeBron kind of set with the decision and a lot of guys have done moving forward is you kind of want to have control of where you're at. So you can kind of structure deals where they ain't just, like, a bunch of cons- – I think – until the cap goes back up to what it you know, regularly would be, you're going to get a lot of short-term, like, guys are just going to want to go out on prove-it deals. I'm curious to see what Van Vliet gets, because, like, two years ago, I definitely couldn't see him being a $20 million player, and I think that's kind of where you set the bar if you want to go get him, right? Like, Dude, I mean, he's a really, he... really good guard, and he's about to get paid. Yeah, since he had a kid, he's been on fire. Like, I don't know <laughs> what that – yeah, that, that kid definitely gave him the – Dad strength. Um, like, yeah, yeah it, that's what it was. It was dad strength. And he's now he can hit three pointers again. Um, the only guys that are really sticking out to me, like, oh, wow, I would like for us to pick them up. Bogdan Bogdanovich, that's the first one that I see that I'm like, that would be a really cool addition. Drogic would be a whole lot of fun just for the sake of uh, them, uh, him and Luca having that connection. I'm intrigued by someone like Danilo Gallinari, even though I think he would demand too much money for us to get here. Uh, and I've heard a whole lot of Miami rumors with him. Like they like sounded like he really wanted to go there. They just couldn't find like OKC was like we should just keep the good player and just figure it out later. <laughs> but they weren't just try- trying to find a way of making the Heat better. I don't know. So like okay, out of these small forwards, sorry, I'm just gonna throw this guy at you guys. Which one of these guys would excite you more? Uh, Otto Porter Jr., uh, Danilo Gallinari, or throw one more out there, uh, Maurice Harkless. Not Harkless. Not Harkless. <laughs> no. Probably. Um, probably yeah, Gallinari. Gallinari's got issues, right? I mean, I'd say Gallinari, yeah. but. But Otto Porter. Uh, he misses a lot of time. He's been healthy this year, though. Yeah. I doubt Otto Porter opts out. But if he uh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a, he's got a player option. Sorry, I saw but that. If he, I, if he did, then Otto Porter. But I yeah. don't think he's yeah. opting out of $28 because, uh, well. Yeah, the cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good call. Good call. All right, let's see. Let's move on. Let's see. Okay, next one comes from my buddy Dave. Um, Dave asks, what's the most you would trade to get your number one choice for a third star on da- in Dallas? Like, what would you be willing to trade away to get, like, I don't know, a, let's see, someone we got Giannis. Not, no, that would be a third star. So, like, I'm thinking, like, maybe, like, a Bradley Beal type player. I don't know. So, I don't know. Who, would we, who would we want to give up for uh, a third? the third, third star to Kristaps yeah. and I mean I don't know who I would target necessarily like as far as giving somebody up like I'm we've got a lot of guys that are I don't want to call them disposable because I you know I've grown so attached to them but I feel like you could get a pretty good you know package with you know TH you know THJ and Powell well probably not now due to injury Powell in like DFS if you were to get someone that was like an you know a star you could get that with draft picks baby but I mean we're also kind of hamstrung with the draft pick uh deal since we've already done that 
uh, two years in a row or yeah. the not two years in a row, but close enough in sequence. Cause we're owing either. We already took care of Atlanta and now we're, I think our next pick is with the Knicks. If due to the Kristaps trade. Correct. Yeah. Thank you, Grant. Appreciate you. <laughs> Grant's yeah, like the know. guy in the chair during a heist. He's like, come on. I'm in. Just like hacking it. <laughs> I, I like those dynamics. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I can't think of anyone else that like, you know, I would like again like I think it depends on just packaging. I think your package would probably be the one that I'm like would probably be okay with. I would also even like be willing to give up like a Justin Jackson and yeah. you know, and I don't know who would take him, but you know, like just like that'd be another name I would probably throw into a package or. Um, yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I think there's anyone in this in this this upcoming draft class that would excite me that would pair well with us. Like I yeah, like I don't know what we would do, but you know, like. Kind of good okay question though. Got. It's a very good question though. You got anybody, Tim, that you'd want to go after? And what would you give up for them? I saw some like Stephen Adams mm. chirping on the timeline this week, like kind of like why didn't we, you know, go after him or give up a bunch to get him? And it's like we don't have we. It kind of sucks because part of being good is you don't really have that really good draft capital that kind of centers most of these deals or anchors these deals. You'd have to like. Maxi and THJ and maybe a Jalen Brunson and then a couple picks. I you'd have to cobble together a lot of pieces. It'd have to be like a four quarters for a dollar kind of trade. So yeah, it just I'm, yeah for a Stephen Adams. But if you love the thing about this team that is its depth on a good day, then if you want to sacrifice that for you know that third star, I. I think you kind of got to be patient with it right now and see uh see what develops on the current roster. I think also we have the best offense in the league. I don't know how much we really need improving. I mean, like if we were to get rid of those guys for Steven Adams, then like our offense probably goes back to like, you know, just above mid tier or like now it's like maybe top 10, top 15 instead of uh, number one. And a good reason is because pretty much everybody can shoot on this team, which is just a weird anomaly. So basically the question is, would you give up Maxi and Dorian Finney-Smith and maybe even Jalen Brunson for like Devin Booker or Bradley Beal? I, I love DFS and Maxi, but oh, if you give me Devin Booker, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to pull the trigger. <laughs> I'm That's not sold on Booker, man. He feels like a – Great stats, bad team guy. Like, where it's just well, like, who's going to do I, anything? I, I mean, I like, he still did example. 50 points. Like, he still yeah. got, you know, he gets buckets. Um, but I think also, like, I'm – I don't – has he ever played a remotely important game? And so, like, I, I'm not saying he still doesn't he's, – he's still a good player. Like, I would still like him on the Mavs. And also, like, having him – with Luca would be a pretty amazing backcourt, but I just don't know how well that would play off of it. Cause like now he's having to do off the ball stuff where he's really been focusing on on ball, you know? Okay. What about Bradley Beal or Clay Thompson? Beal. I mean, yeah. Beal or Thompson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like okay, Tom, yeah. Thompson would be ideal yeah. just because of his size and his defense. It would hurt to say bye to, uh, to Maxi and Dorian, but it would yeah, have would, those, those are your two most valuable. That would hurt contracts me a lot, bro. Pieces. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't think Washington does it. Like, that doesn't make it. No, no. Them, but yeah. you know, that would be, of course, yeah, I'll take Beal. 
All right, let's see. We've got two more questions. Let's see. We've got Ryan. Okay. Ryan says, do you like the starting five Donnie Nelson hinted at? What would you change, if anything? Um, what, what was he hinting at? What was that? What was – Grant, do you have it on you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's Luca, Seth, PHJ, DFS, KP. I mean, so, basically, Maxi comes off the bench. I'm for it. Like, yeah, I, mean, I like, like that, yeah. For what we have, like, yeah. is a, it's a short lineup minus – like, because that's the weird thing is that you actually have probably DFS playing center because um, he's going to be the guy that's pestering the, the bigger guy more than, you know, Porzingis. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that lineup. You know, I just – we're going to go small, which is fine. Like, that's what the NBA is now, except for obviously KP. Well, I mean, KP might play the forward, but – But what's funny is that KP, even though he's gigantic, he's really not – much. like, he, he will do some help defense stuff. Like, he needs to improve on that. Yeah. Um, but he's really not, like, this interior terror. He's just seven, eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like, he's just gigantic – but he's – I mean, his skill – his ball skills are guard-like. Like, I would compare him to more of, like, a Durant type as far as, like, his type of play because, like, he's he's more a threat from outside. And what's uh, – there is nothing more uh, hilarious than the people saying that Porzingis needs to post up. I'm like, he's not very good at that. Why are you making him do that? Yeah, like, no, he's – yeah, just <laughs> – not a skill set which i mean it's kind of crazy because he's seven three but <laughs> sure like i mean it's infuriating like i get mad at anyone over six foot that isn't like a ceo i'm just like come on you could rule the world you're taller um <laughs> but like specifically with, with porzingis it's like you know yeah he should probably be near the basket on defense but like offensively he's basically a guard yeah what do you think tim yeah I like it because, uh, yeah, I think Maxi is in our best five to like close games. But to start games, you're gonna have to bring him off the bench because of the, uh, you know, the big depth that we don't have. Because if you start them both, and then one of them gets in foul trouble, and then the other one needs to come out of the game to rest, you're having to throw Boban in there for minutes that you probably don't want him playing. So, yeah, yeah, I think Maxi should be our sixth man, like that first uh, weapon off the bench. Shoot, we just really need. Who on, who on the uh, 15 that we're going to take is, like, the biggest body outside of Boban, Kristaps, and Maxi? Dorian like, or – We're uh, talking about DFS. Yeah, because we don't even yeah, have Stein. we're talking about those guys. Yeah. Those guys having to pick up heavy minutes at the four and – like, even at the five sometimes defensively. So, yeah, it's not ideal. God, I wish – I really wish WCS would have worked out, but – yeah, you know, yeah, totally we, understand why he's not going. That's yeah. not a dig at him at all. Yeah. Shoot, we could I, uh, really use that one more big guy right now. I actually would uh, – I would take Curry out of the starting five and put in Burke just so you have Curry and Maxi coming off the bench together. Oh, that'd be good. That, be, I think that's that ideal. Would boost. I think that would boost up that the, the second lineup pretty well. I'm definitely biased when I, when I think oh. of bench players because my favorite bench player of all time is Nick Van Exel. Like, he was just the perfect, like, yeah. kind of undersized. Like, he, he, he and Jason Terry were, are the perfect, like, spark plugs off the bench. And so whenever I see a person like, you know, Seth Curry, I'm like, that, cool, there's our Nick Van Exel. That's what we need. <laughs> all right, let's see. Next, last question of the day comes from B. Trizzle. Beach, and it's funny because I, th- I think we're gonna have an article about this coming out pretty soon. But um, what do you think KP has added to his game that he will show off in Orlando? <laughs> so, 
my thing, I think he has a sky hook, dude. He has a hook somewhere. I think he, I think he developed a sky hook, just unstoppable. The only thing I can think of that's oh what a post up game. Oh god. (laughs) (laughs) No, the ability to teleport, I think, is a little bit more likely. (laughs) What do you think? Because then he would be teleporting. I think he's. Oh god damn it! (laughs) (laughs) All right, podcast is over, guys. (laughs) I did it. No, Um, I think. I think he's. I think he's taken the uh, Michael Jordan Space Jam arm from that final scene. It's where he, he gets to half court yeah. and he can just dunk <laughs> the basketball from there. Oh, Jesus Christ. Grant, I mean, it, it is Disney. We can special effects the shit out of this. <laughs> um, I think he learned how to make a mean grilled cheese. God, I hate you. I don't know if you're as with cheese, but... <laughs> All right. I think how that... much cheese is too much cheese? Stop. Oh, just, we're not answering God. this fucking question. <laughs> I mean, like, there's 28 million Brondre Drummond is too much cheese. (laughs) 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 Every fucking podcast, man. No, I'll never know peace ever again between these two. God damn it. (laughs) I can't wait for Andre Drummond to just nail a game winning three, and I'm just going to send it to Tim every single day. (laughs) Yeah, that Chicago bubble, I'll be glued to it. Believe me. All right, guys. I think that's going to wrap it up for today's podcast. Hope you guys enjoy. You know, when this drops, obviously I will tweet it out or someone will tweet it out. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I have nothing else to say. So, yeah, uh, you guys can find me. I'm at Don underscore Denim, D E N H A M. Uh, You can find Ruben on Reddit Mavs. We got Tim. Is it uh, a Bayheim Light? Is Is that correct? Light Bayheim, sorry. B Murr. And it's at ah, God. Fuck Bayheim and his own defenses. Um <laughs> it's at at Ultra Light Beam, like the Kanye song, but Beam is like the first four of my last name. So B E B E H M. Gotcha. Thank you. Ultra Light Beam. And you can find Grant where? Grant? Uh, you can just look up on Twitter, number one Jaron Jackson Jr. fan <laughs> in the world, and that should pop up. <laughs> But if you can't find it that way, then it's going to be at Edmund the Slayer. Oh, my God. Okay. Or Donnie Nelson Burner account. One oh, my of, God. One of the yeah, you, you change it so many times, dude. It's not even noises now. How do you have clout? God damn it. All right, guys. Thank I you so it. much. This, is, <laughs> this has been uh, the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Uh, thank you so much for your questions. Keep them coming. Uh, we will probably have another pod uh, within the next week or two. So uh, stay tuned. Thank you so much. Later, guys. Thank you. Take it easy.